Hello, my modern women. This is your host, Nicole Colantoni, the single at 30, the manual for the modern woman. Hello to all my modern women. We are back with the first ever Sunday Dating Scaries. A lot of you actually DM me weekly with your dating dilemmas. So I thought, as opposed to waiting for Unveil to drop in the monthly manual, why not add this to the mix and make this a weekly thing where you guys can DM me and either I or another relationship expert will answer any questions you guys have. So if you're wondering why it's called Sunday Dating Scaries, it's because as you guys know, I know what it's like to be single, and I also know how that can feel sometimes, particularly on a Sunday. Guys, irrespective of your situation or your relationship status, you're not alone. Together on Sunday Dating Scaries, we get to workshop any thoughts, questions, or dilemma you have about your love life. So let's jump right in with the first question for this week's Sunday Dating Scaries. Question one, I had sex on a first date last weekend and I'm not sure if I made a mistake because I haven't heard back from the guy yet. Should I have done that? Guys, I think it's important to remember that when it comes to dating, there are no shoulds. There are also no hard and fast rules. Each person and situation is completely unique. So you really just need to trust your gut. Ask yourself things like, how does the person make you feel? What are you hoping to achieve by hanging out with them? If it's just a casual fling, then of course sex on a first date makes total sense. If it's something more long-term and serious, then keep in mind that plenty of successful and happy relationships started off with sex in the beginning. All you should really be concerned about is whether the relationship is moving at a pace that you're comfortable with. And perhaps if you haven't heard from them, you could consider reaching out first. Guys, dating is just as awkward and scary for them as it is for you. I will say this though, irrespective of how casual the encounter may or may not be, the person you're dating or sleeping with should always be respectful towards you. If you do not think you are receiving the level of respect that you deserve, then guys, Consider voicing it to the other person or reevaluating the situation and whether spending time with them is a good idea altogether. There is nothing worse than feeling like you've potentially been taken advantage of or just an option to them when you should always be made to feel like a priority. And guys, remember, at the end of the day, it's your body. So it's also your rules. You get to decide what is right for you and you should never be made to feel ashamed about it. If someone slut shames you or makes you feel less than or even like expecting the bare minimum such as hearing back from them is too much to ask, please fuck them off immediately. Also, often I think sex just accelerates the process, meaning if someone is a total darling and is totally committed to making the relationship work or they're a total fuckboy who just treats sex like a numbers game, their true colors and intentions will become all the more apparent as soon as you are intimate with them. So moving forward, I just think it's important to be mindful of that. But in short, no, of course you have not made a mistake. Trust your gut. Check in with yourself and reach out. If you don't get the response you want, fuck them off. Your priority should always be you and how you're feeling. Okay, question number two. 
I've been with my partner for six months and he hasn't said I love you. What should I do? Well, guys, if you listen to my most recent solo app, you would know that I waited a total of 10 whole months for my partner to tell me he loved me. Again, guys, there are no hard and fast rules when it comes to this stuff. Uh, waiting 10 months to hear my partner say he loved me was definitely a little too long for me. But again, you always have to take the circumstances surrounding the relationship into consideration. In my instance, I knew my partner liked to take his time with things like that and had felt forced to move at a speed he wasn't necessarily comfortable with in previous relationships. So despite how trying it was for me at times, I knew being patient was the right thing to do in my particular case. And if you're not familiar with love languages, I would recommend looking into them. Gary Chapman actually came up with them and they include words of affirmation, physical touch, acts of service, and gifts. My love language is words of affirmation. So communicating how I feel has always come naturally to me. However, perhaps for your partner, it's not as natural. I would consider speaking to your partner to try and find out how they communicated with their partners in previous relationships. Things like, have they ever told someone that they loved them before? If so, how long did it take them? Or does using words to express love even mean something to them? Because if it doesn't, then you might be waiting a very long time. Or have they ever told their parents they love them? Things like that. Guys, you never know. They might be totally oblivious because maybe they're more into acts of service as a way to show love. And perhaps consider telling your partner you love them first. You never know how scared they might be to make the first move. But even though words are super important to me, I think what's more important is how your partner treats you. At the end of the day, love is a verb, guys. It doesn't matter if your partner tells you they love you a hundred times a day if they then treat you like shit. So ask yourself, how does your partner show you love? If they don't make you feel loved by showing you love every single day, then I would really question what you're doing in the relationship to begin with. But if they make you feel like the most loved person in the world, then I would consider putting less weight on the words alone. And like I said, do a little research into how they communicated in previous relationships, figure out what their love languages are, and consider saying it first. And maybe use this as an opportunity to practice some patience like I had to. If they're your forever person, there really is no rush when it comes to these things. What someone says to you truly is meaningless if their actions don't match it. Okay, question three. I've been on a few dates with this guy who seems perfectly nice, but I'm not particularly excited. We haven't been chatting much in between dates and I don't really find myself thinking about him. How many dates do you think it takes to get a fair read on someone? I've come into this trying to not get swept away, so I can't tell if my indifference is because I'm protecting my heart well or if I'm just not interested. First of all, I really love this question, uh, and I'm sure so many other women, myself included, can really relate. Guys, I can't tell you the amount of times I found myself in a similar situation. The amount of times I came home from a date and was like, hey, so nice and so perfect on paper, but we don't have a spark. I don't want to kiss him or rip his clothes off, or why don't I feel anything when he seems so great? Guys, with this one, I think it's important to differentiate between a slow burn and a no burn. As you guys now know, my most recent relationship was a major slow burn, and I am now 100% such a supporter of the slow burn, mostly because it really takes time to get to know someone for who they truly are. Things like their values or their positive and negative traits or how they treat people. 
But even though my relationship was a slow burn, we were in constant communication from the outset. And I was 100% thinking about him in between dates, not incessantly, but enough to be like, I'm excited to see where this goes, you know? Now, of course, guys, whether you have good or bad banter with someone shouldn't be a deal breaker. And perhaps the lack of communication goes back to the different love languages we were discussing before. Typically, men like to communicate less than women, and perhaps he is just busy with work. So again, I would consider the circumstances surrounding the situation. Does he have a hectic job? Is he more the type of person who just likes to arrange a date via text and save the communication for when you're in person together? Or perhaps he is shy and wants you to initiate the conversation. Or maybe he is taking his time to figure out what this is between you as well. If you would like there to be more conversation between the two of you, I would literally drive that situation. Guys, I'm pretty shameless when it comes to that. And my partner can 100% vouch for me when I say that I literally just text him all day. He has a really hectic career, which involves managing a team of 40 plus staff. And despite that, I still text him throughout the day, knowing that he'll just write back when he can. And that's because, like I said before, communication is important to me. So if the lack of communication is going to bother you, I would try to identify if more communication would be something he's into as soon as possible. And I get the whole trying to protect yourself thing too. Guys, after nine years of being single, you become pretty jaded to say the least. Like I told you, there was a time in my life during that five-year period when I took a hiatus from dating where looking back, I am now convinced that even if Leonardo DiCaprio professed his undying love for me, I wouldn't have batted an eyelid. I was just so not ready to go there again. So I think you have to be honest with yourself too and really figure out if you're ready to date. Likewise, if you're someone who wears your heart on your sleeve and tends to fall for people quite quickly, it's definitely wise to pace yourself or protect your heart like you said. You want to make sure you're falling for the person and not the idea of them or the fantasy of being in a committed relationship. And you mentioned he's nice, which is great. Nice is definitely better than not nice, obviously. But you can't date nice just because nice is something we are supposed to like. You have to identify if you actually like him. Things like whether you have similar interests or similar values. I'd ask yourself whether he makes you laugh or whether you're attracted to him, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally as well. But please remember that everyone is different. So it might take longer than others to get a fair read. Some people are more reserved and could take weeks, if not months, to show you who they truly are. But of course, if you notice any red flags early on, like inconsistent or poor behavior, say, for example, towards waiters, which is a total pet peeve of mine, I would be making a mental note of that and asking myself if I want to stick around. Again, check in with yourself. Maybe this is a slow burn, but there are things about them that makes you think this could really turn into something more. And give it time to do just that. Like I've said in previous apps, true chemistry only gets better the stronger the connection becomes. Like think of all the people who started off as friends only to realize years down the track that they were actually really into each other. But also remember that when it comes to dating, the effort should be equal. If you find you're both not really putting in any real effort and there's just always radio silence, then I wouldn't waste my time. And whatever you do, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Keep your mind, heart and options open until you know for sure this could be something serious. Okay, question four. I've been ghosted after three months of dating. I'm really upset because I really liked the person. What should I do? Is it bad to reach out? First of all, I am so sorry you've been ghosted. It is truly so cruel. 
actually a listener wrote in, I think this week or maybe even last, and shared an article about how I think a Filipino politician wants to make ghosting a criminal offense. And I think that that pretty much sums up what I'm about to say. Like this amazing meme I once saw said, if you are ghosted, respect the dead and move the fuck on. You are far too good to be chasing someone who left you on red. Fuck, it actually reminds me of the amount of friends I have had, some of which who were in major relationships who were then ghosted by their partners. And we laugh about it now, but at the time it was so traumatic. And there's actually a lot of research that even supports this and how ghosting can have negative consequences for mental health and cause feelings of low self-worth and self-esteem. Personally, I know that no one is perfect. I'm certainly not, but I think it's seriously so cowardly to ghost someone. And it's so hard when you're the one being ghosted because you have to seek closure all on your own. You're forever left wondering what it is that you did that caused the person to ghost you in the first place. But honestly, unless you actually did do something that could possibly warrant being ghosted, and even then I still think they could have sent a text, If the person you were dating is capable of ghosting, I think they did you a favor. You're better off without them. But of course, you can reach out if that is something you feel the need to do. Perhaps they will offer an explanation or maybe even feedback. But first, consider why you feel the need to reach out. Is it because you want to get back with them? Because then I'd suggest asking yourself whether you really want to be with someone who is even capable of ghosting someone they've been with for three whole months. Also, be mindful that sometimes no response is a response. Ultimately, I think you're better off reaching a place in your life where you know within yourself that you deserve to be treated better than that. And I am saying all of this, assuming you did nothing to warrant the ghosting. But if you did do something that may have led to this sort of behavior, even though I still don't agree with ghosting, perhaps use this as an opportunity for reflection. A reminder that our actions and behavior towards people has consequences, even if we don't necessarily agree with the consequences. But guys, even if it's one date or a bit of banter on a dating app, or like in this particular instance, three months of dating, I think we can all agree people deserve an explanation or at least a fucking text. Okay, guys, I wish I could respond to each of your questions, but any of the questions I couldn't get to this week, I promise I'll get to next Sunday in the second episode of Sunday Dating Scaries. I hope the answers made you realize that Sundays don't have to be so scary after all. And in the meantime, please DM me with your thoughts or any other questions you guys have. Remember, I'll see each of you midnight this Thursday with another guest app. And please don't forget to sign up to the first ever in-person single at 30 event coming to Sydney and Melbourne. Guys, I love you all. This is your host. Nicole Colantoni of Single at 30, the manual for the modern woman that we are writing together.